Hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations, a podcast brought to you by survivingbreastcancer.org. I'm Laura Carfing, breast cancer survivor and founder of survivingbreastcancer.org, a nonprofit organization providing community, education, and resources to empower those diagnosed with breast cancer and their caregivers from day one and beyond. Hey, everyone. Can you believe it is 2022? I mean, again, depending on when you're listening to this, this might just be like dated, of course. But at the time of this recording, it is January 2022, and I cannot believe we are in the new year. We have so many exciting programs happening at survivingbreastcancer.org. I do just have to give a couple shout outs to what we have coming up this year. So if you haven't checked out our events at survivingbreastcancer.org forward slash events, I'll just give a really quick rundown of some new things that you might be interested in. Specifically, in addition to our Thursday Night Thrivers meetup where AKA is kind of like our support group, we just hang out. Um, we are actually doing a monthly meetup specifically for inflammatory breast cancer. So if you are diagnosed with inflammatory breast cancer or know someone who is, or if you're a medical professional and you have people in your clinic with IBC, definitely let them know about our monthly meetup so they can get support. In addition, we are continuing our expressive writing workshops with the amazing Thomas Dooley. He joined us this past fall. We had rave reviews. We are so excited to welcome him back with some more amazing writing prompts and content and really just getting the creative juices flowing to help us through survivorship. And our newest program is with the amazing Stephanie McLeod Estevez. She is the founder of Creative Transformations located up in Portland, Maine, which I just love Portland, Maine anyway. So that is amazing. She is an art therapist by training and was also diagnosed with breast cancer herself. So she totally understands us, gets our community, gets where we're coming from, all of this great stuff. So she is going to be offering monthly workshops for us on art therapy and utilizing art as healing. So again, so much great excitingness happening at survivingbreastcancer.org. I just hope you guys take advantage of all of these free programs available to you. Okay, so anyway, let's just get into today's content on the podcast. We are also experimenting with some new things, which are going to be smaller, short snippets in addition to our full-length episodes where we take a deep dive in a particular question. So let's get started. Welcome to this week's Q&A. Here. I understand sometimes when we get our genetic testing back and are reading through the results, sometimes we get what is called a variant of unknown significance, sometimes referred to as VUS. Can you explain what that means? What this means is that there was a change that was found in you. But guess what? We all have changes in the genes that makes us who we are. Only the, those that we know will cause problems is the one that we call pathogenic. Based on on data, uh, we know that 90% of these inconclusive are benign changes that makes us who we are. Uh, the lab will continue to review, uh, and when there is more data, they will reach out to the whoever ordered the test. So the person who ordered the test is, is the one that is going to receive the reclassification. Again, 90% of the cases is nothing, so we call it negative until proven otherwise. Uh, we don't do anything with that, but we look at the, if we give recommendation, it's not because of the inconclusive, what we're seeing in the family, okay? Uh, with the inconclusive, you're always going to have that change. You were born with that change. What it changed is our interpretation. 
When we see that somebody has an inconclusive, we look at CLEANVAR. CLEANVAR is the National Institute of Health uh, created this database for the lab to share information. These are these they, they cannot be forced. Uh, these are uh, companies that are uh, private companies, but they many share information. Some not, but many share information. And they only said, I found this inconclusive and this is what I believe. Obviously, no names, no nothing. What we do is when we see an inconclusive, we look at CleanVar to see what other labs are saying. That's such a great point. So CleanVar, C-L-I-N-V-A-R, is a freely available public archive of human genetic variants and interpretations of the relationships to disease and other conditions maintained by the NIH, the National Institute of Health. It aggregates this information and really provides the relationship between these genomic variations and one's health. Can you give us some examples? Uh, for example, I have a case that I have uh, that the, it came with a VUS. Now, when I look at the at the same lab, it was known as pathogenic before, but with the RNA testing, now it has been downgraded as to be variant of uncertain significance because what they believe is not what it is. So uh, I, I'm, we're going to uh, talk to the family, to the patient about this. This condition has some physical features. She's looking more into some questions that we have about it. But but then sometimes we see that there is a pathogenic and we, we call at the lab, ask what they're calling it pathogenic. If we feel that the science is really good, then we tell the patient, if you want the guidelines to start to covering to cover you it's a good idea to be t- do a single site to in that particular lab that is called a pathogenic but obviously it has to be good science behind it and mm-hmm. for example that that lab that that did the study in the in the other lab in, in clean bar the other lab that was called a pathogenic it says we believe that rna splicing but is the belief the other proof, the other is a proof that is not. So I need to talk about with the patient about it. But inconclusive is again negative until proven otherwise. But it is sadly because there have been cases that um, people had had a VUS. The the physician has said this is pathogenic, and they have done many things. When at the end, it was a benign change. It is very important that. Uh, I always said there is many things in life to be worried about. BUS is not one of them. There is nothing that you can do. We need to wait until more data accumulate. Mm-hmm. Yes, and again, th- th- just another reason why talking to the right doctor about the right topic um, it is so important. And uh, I-, I liked Dr. Murtier at the beginning when you said that as a geneticist, you don't mind saying you don't know, whereas other doctors in other specialties often avoid saying, I, I don't know something. And um, it's very-, very important to-, to remember that. Absolutely. So thank you so much. If you guys like this format, short and sweet and have burning questions, please let us know. You can contact me at laura at survivingbreastcancer.org. And thank you all for listening and tuning in week after week here on Breast Cancer Conversations. Please be mindful that all of our content and information is for educational purposes only and is never a substitute for medical advice. 
If you want to hang out, again, please check out survivingbreastcancer.org forward slash events, where you can RSVP to our Thursday Night Thrivers weekly meetup, our Movement Monday classes, workshops, seminars, and so much more. We can also continue the dialogue online via social media. Our Instagram handle is survivingbreastcancer.org, all one word, and you can follow us on Twitter at sbc underscore org. Until next time, keep on thriving.